The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I am your host, Tim. I am a sex educator. I identify as chaotically gay. And what do a boyfriend and a New Year's resolution have in common? They're both too much work and I cheat on them after two weeks. Uh, <laughs> that's a really good way uh, to start off 2022. I like I that mentality. That's good. <laughs> I mean, you know what? It's a new year, new me. No, new me. I'm still the same old slut. Just a new year. It's just a new year. The holidays haven't done anything to me. No, they never do. (laughs) Yeah, and this new year is not going to do anything at all. Also, like, my birthday's coming up in a few days. So, like, you know, hey, I know almost 30, flirty, and barely thriving. (laughs) Hey, 30 is peak. I have a few years um, to go before I'm hitting the the big three zero, but I'm looking forward to it, kind of. True. Um. That's when I can start worrying about the big things like prostate cancer or like when I start to get called daddy a lot. I mean, I guess if that's not your thing, it's a concern. But if that is your thing, like, hey, you're that much closer. Oh, my God. Did I tell you this one time? I was sleeping with a guy and he was like two years younger than me and he called me daddy. And I was like, wait, hold on. You're. Like, like what's, yeah, what's, what dynamic are you trying to put into play here? (laughs) I fully felt a gray pubic hair grow when he said daddy. I was like, shit. Okay, really? so not your thing. Yeah. <laughs> not yet, at least. Not yet. I mean, you know what? There Get needs to older, be like, find a younger man. There needs to be like a larger age gap in order for a younger guy to call me daddy. Like he needs to at least, I don't know, like have algebra homework in order <laughs> for me. Okay, that's a little. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Uh, no, 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 no. No, but We're that's good that. though. That's a New Year's resolution, right? Like find a younger man. Find a younger man. But honestly, I'm like way into older men more. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I, w- I want them. I want them old, that like they're geriatric and they're almost dying, so that they write me in the will. I was so say. that yeah, like before you know he comes and he passes away from mm-hmm. my amazing asshole, he just writes me in the will. I take his whole inheritance and like that's my long con. Also, like then you're giving someone death by ass, which is the way to go. Oh yeah, and honestly, he- like. That's a, that's a life's wish right there. I mean, you literally come and go, right? <laughs> that's that's how I used to be back in my casual sex days. But now I'm tied down, so it's come and snuggle. Aww, must be nice. Oh, well, my God. Yeah. Wait, yeah, hold on. I totally forgot to introduce you to the listeners. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, guys. I'm here, too. We're just here. It's, it's Tim um, and his imaginary friend. <laughs> It's just always in my mind. I'm like, I'm always talking to myself. <laughs> um, okay. Listeners, that very beautiful voice that you hear on the other end of the mic is the host of the Sexistentialist podcast, M. Hey, M. How you doing? Hello, folks. Happy to be here. All right, M. Uh, 
Tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, who is M? That's such a good question. Um, Who is M? I am 25. I'm pansexual, um, but I'm in a like long-term relationship with a dude currently dick did win in the end um tim i know you know a little bit about that and (laughs) uh and uh yeah you know i love um talking about sex love having sex love educating people about sex i'm in kind of the process of becoming a sex educator actually um by the time this is released i very well i will be actually by the time this is released so um yeah, you know, it's a fun life living out here, and I'm excited to get to chat with you. Oh my about god, fucking. I know. Yes, I love about fucking, uh, <laughs> which is like what your show is all about because, like, it's just like stories, it's total chaos, and I'm like oh. all for chaos. Oh, I know, I love it. I know, speaking I love of chaos, it. yeah, like, um, the most chaotic thing in my life is my sex life. <laughs> yes, I uh, like it's. It's good. I'm trying to like as a like now staple and monogamous person, I'm creating chaos in my sex life in other ways, which is like a whole new fun adventure. But I also love that you identify as chaotically homosexual because that rings true, I think, for a lot of people. It should be like that should be uh, (laughs) like a Dungeons and Dragons alignment. Truly. I pl- I play D&D, so I really respect okay. that you just said that. You, you need to teach me how to play D&D because, like, if I were to ever get into D&D, i just, like, roll my D20 and be like, take off clothes, raise <laughs> ass in air, and then the quest would never go anywhere. I don't no, know. it's... I, I have played a seductive character in tabletop games before, and boy, howdy, is it fun, but it really does annoy everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> What's your seductive character like? Um, super high charisma, loves to persuade people. So it's always like I find the hottest person in the room and I try to seduce them for information. But a lot of the time the dungeon master will make me pay for that because um, they're tired of my <laughs> bullshit, which is fair. Um, but actually recently I've been dungeon dungeon mastering, so I'm in charge. Um, and I've been calling or having people call me dungeon mommy, which is really fun for dungeon mommy is kind of cute. That can be like your dom name. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not a dominant person, but I'll just go ahead and say that. (laughs) But if I were, I would have at it. You can totally like use that as like a sex worker name or something like dungeon mom or like, uh, mistress dungeoness or something like that. Maybe I should have made a sex nerd podcast and named it that yeah. instead of sex essentialist but oh well but you know, <laughs> you're, it's already on brand like the headphones with the tits on it i'm like <laughs> yeah thank you so, it's so i'm like i'm here for it like i, I love board games i feel like um when you see other people play tabletop games it's such mm-hmm. an erotic feeling for me because yeah. it's like you you really get into the spirit of the game without like your phones or like the distraction of like you know technology yeah. or anything. I once played a board game with a bunch of other gay guys and like we were playing footsie. I was playing footsie Ooh. with the guy across, and then <laughs> he asked to use the bathroom, and then from the bathroom he texted me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. naughty! I like yeah. that. Board games <laughs> is foreplay. Yeah, like plus twenty boner points. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. He I used mean, footsie and it was super effective. <laughs> this is a Pokemon reference a Pokemon. for those of you out here who didn't get it. Hey, you know what? You can do can you do Pokemon in Dungeons and Dragons? Um not that I know of, but I'm sure someone could figure out a way to combine them. I mean, you know what? I feel like with Dungeons and Dragons, like anything is possible. Yeah, that's true. 
infinite possibilities. Like you can totally make like I don't know a Burning Man orgy dome, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, but oh then you are then you are like I think mapping out an orgy though, like live live action real life orgy. If you, if you're gonna role play an orgy, it's really hard not to just fuck. I feel like <laughs> I mean, maybe that's maybe that's me. <laughs> Because, like, the dungeon master is going to have to be very descriptive about mm-hmm. what it is that you all do in this mythical orgy. And, like, okay, let's role play something right now. If I were to okay, okay. say, I don't know, um, we're in somewhere in the deserts of Nevada mm-hmm. and there's bo- Burning Man happening. And mm-hmm. I don't know, set the scene for us. What, what would that be like as a dungeon master? Okay. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. I'm just going to get a little ready. You look up to the ceiling of your teepee. You feel colors and the vibrance of the space around you start to cover your skin. The hairs on your arms begin to raise. And then suddenly you feel the desperate urge to emerge from the teepee and join the crowds of people dancing and roaming, naked bodies sweating as they collide. Soon you stop feeling like an individual and become one with the rest of the Burning Man populace. I, I don't know. It, it gets raunchy from there, but that oh was my God. a little rough. No, that was great. Like, oh my God, you are a natural born storyteller. Oh, I don't know. It's, okay. It was like, my heart's racing because it's like, oh, I gotta think of the next <laughs> descriptive word, but, you know. Okay, so like, say, I don't know, I roll a 14 or something. Uh, would you ask me like what I do? Because I have no idea how to play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could you could roll a fourteen, but it depends on like what you were doing. So maybe if you were if you were exiting your teepee and like going towards someone, um, oh, then maybe okay. I would be like that. You know, like give me a give me a perception check, and you roll a fourteen, and be like, you see that there's a man across the crowd who's making eyes at you. His and name then, is Chris Evans. His name is Chris Evans, and you recently saw a picture of his dick online. But anyway, <laughs> and then. He- <laughs> He's holding oh a God. shield and nothing else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I know what's behind that shield. Yeah. <laughs> oh my it's God. Just, yeah. Wild. Uh, or that, or like it. maybe Orlando Bloom on a surfboard or something. Because oh that would God. be something you would see in, in Burning Man. You remember that time when the nude came? It was like Orlando Bloom oh, yeah. and Katy Perry. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting they're still together. I feel like in lockdown, I tra- I locked tr- lost track of a lot of uh, celeb relationships, but I'm trying to like get back with it. <laughs> Just like ET all night. And, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I Learning. mean, lockdown has truly changed our sex drives, our perception of sex. And like, what is it? Like, it's the year 2022. It is what, at least two years since the whole global panorama happened yeah it's been a long fucking time um you know lots of highs and lows mostly lows but um (laughs) right you know as content creators we're just like having fun and being at it and doing what we can oh my god i know and like just like i never would have imagined any time in our life that we would be living through a pandemic yeah like what how many people can say that yeah it's nuts like whenever i like still wear a mask on like throughout different parts of my day and on my commute and stuff um it's it's just nuts to be like yeah i wear a mask and this is part of my life now and like we just accept it i will confess that 
the mask thing has really driven up my choking kink. <gasps> um, oh, interesting. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, the escort that I hire, um, I asked him to choke me. Mm-hmm. And he knew right away what I wanted. I was yes. like, damn, boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. Yeah, I think there's just like something erotic about like um, imagining what a person's lips looks like behind mm-hmm. the mask and then like when they take it off i'm like yes they're hot or i'll be like oh fuck they're so yeah cool. no Fix that's, your teeth. that's so fair no i know there's so many things about people's faces that like i have come to like visualize that i used to not before and it, it is really jarring when someone takes off a mask because you're like <laughs> oh shit like that's your chin I didn't fucking know that's what your chin was going to look like, but boy, howdy, there it is. I know. And like, you have this, like, you this vision of them in your head of like, what are they going to look like when they take mm-hmm. it off? Because like, you, you can see a person's eyes and then like, sure, okay. But the moment you see the rest of their face and it's just like, yeah. oh, hello, it's, future it's father of my children. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I also have found that, and I don't know if you've encountered this, but because everyone's wearing masks that I oftentimes think I am like walking past in public, like someone I hooked up with previously. Oh my God. Totally or like someone relatable. that my partner has hooked up with or something who I've like, I've fully, seen her face on Instagram. Fully agree. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my God. Like before, in the before times, mm-hmm. I would always, always, always be recognized by different guys on the subway in the park when i'm walking and i'm just like you need to tell me how i know you did i fuck you did you fuck (laughs) me and it's just like okay it's like okay i don't want to sound like i'm bragging or anything but it's because i've had sex with a lot of guys sure and because of that i can't keep track of every single person i've ever had sex with and you shouldn't have to and i shouldn't have to (laughs) I mean, like, I'm close to the four digits, but, you know. Uh, no. Oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> yeah. It's, productive. It's, it's been a very productive uh, lifetime for Life. me. No, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. So, like, knowing the amount of guys I've had sex with, I'm bound to, like, make an impact on someone's sure. sex life. And they expect me to remember that. I'm like, sweetie. I'm sorry. I mean, thank yeah. you for thinking of me, but like, yeah, I'm not ready to put a ring on it or anything, unless it's a cock ring, then sure. But like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, wow, thank you for letting me part of your be a part of your beautiful journey, and now, um, goodbye. Um, <laughs> yeah, let go. I'm so I'm so glad that I did a nice sexual thing for you. Um, <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go. I'm, yeah, <laughs> peace out. Are you by any chance like an air sign? Um, I'm. An Aquarius, if that I answers too. your question. I, I was going to ask when you said your birthday was in a few days. I was about to be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. I'm an Aquarius. So my birthday is January 25. So okay. if anyone's okay. listening out there, you can totally buy me a present. Mm-hmm. Or like you can subscribe on my Patreon. That would be the yes. best present ever. Re- <laughs> leave a review on wherever it is that you listen to the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm an Aquarius with like a Pisces moon and a Pisces rising. So like I'm... Yeah, I know. Can you believe? Yeah. Like, I am, I can come off as like cold and aloof, but mm-hmm. like because of my Pisces rising, I can be like caring and like, come here, let me listen to your problem. Yeah. No, I, I have a cap rising and a Scorpio moon, and my Scorpio moon just really fucks me. 
but, <laughs> I but mean, it's fun. We all want to be fucked by a Scorpio moon, you know. It's true. Uh, it's, it's true. It's always the I most wish... emotionally distant ones that have like the best sex. <laughs> yeah, I I will say like I've had historically um well, I will say like my my partner um who I'm engaged to because I didn't believe in marriage until uh, I fucked this man and oh, now marriage is totally fake. Married. Marriage marriage is totally I know, fake. I it's know, but imaginary. Yeah, it it is fake. Um, but I'm doing it. I am yeah. one of those people who got converted, oh. but he's a Virgo, so. Oh, so he's a very meticulous and thorough individual. So he knows how to go down and eat every last bit of your junk. The man loves to eat whatever he can, and it's a oh. goddamn gift. We love men with appetites. Oh my god, so true. I love so that. true. I mean, if you need anyone to officiate your marriage, I am technically an ordained minister, so like, oh, fly damn. me over there. I, I mean, we'll give you a call. <laughs> <laughs> All you need to do is pay me in men. <laughs> I mean, I can supply. I can always supply. <laughs> Yes, like, <laughs> hey, like the escort that you hire for the ordained minister, it just happens to be in the church pew or something. And then we're like Ooh. locking eyes, being <laughs> cute and everything. Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever t- told this story a lot. But um, this one time I was in church because my parents were renewing their vows. So I'm like, oh, it's very cute and everything. But it just so happens that the person officiating the renewal of the vows was an ex fuck no did did your parents know that no so we were like so the the i don't know what you call it priest or priest in training or i don't know what whatever it is that you call it so he and i were locking eyes and i was like at the very back of the church and then we're like shit 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 what do i do what do i do yeah and like it it was weird Yeah, because it's like back then he was like totally slutty and doing all the shit. And now jump forward a few years later to see him do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy what I, yeah, whenever I see my exes do on social media or like what they look like now, even it's always like, whoa. Um, <laughs> but like, hey, I guess whatever floats their boat. I know, right? Have you had any like, awkward bad sex stories or just like sex stories that you want to share and laugh at from your sexual past oh yeah i mean countless i mean so i i will say and um if you've listened to my podcast you have probably heard me joke about this but i am a bit of a serial monogamist just because like i as a child like totally bought into this like media produced concept of love um which oftentimes meant that i was like spending three years in relationships with like the worst people um starting at like a fairly young age um so a lot of my bad sex is with people who should have been good at having sex with me because they'd been doing it for so long um but i not recently i guess but um i did have like one sexual encounter while I was in an open relationship. So I was in a relationship with a man and um, he and I like kind of had this um, 
like I don't want to say a unicorn because I hate people. I hate like straight couples who are on Tinder like looking for a, you know what I mean. I do hate that. But like, like he was queer, I'm queer, she was queer. It was like a nice big friendly consensual queerness and like whatever. Um, but she she was really into me at a certain point, and at a certain point you can like tell. But she was the worst sexter. She was she, she was like I re- I mean she's a great person. If she ever happened to hear this, like you're a great person. <laughs> she was like very bad at head, which was like kind of a bummer. But like sometimes people just are, and that's okay. But she was a really bad sexter, and Ooh. I remember like live live texting my best friend at the time about this because I was like, this text is like, so, and she would be like, I really liked eating your vagina. And I'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) and I'd be like, first of all, ew. (laughs) And also second of all, (laughs) and also second of all, bitch, no, you didn't. Because if you did love it, I would have fucking known. And I definitely, definitely did not feel that love from your mouth. So that was good. And I I just, I saw her on the street once. Again, this happens to me too often. This was pre-mask times too, so I couldn't hide. And she was like, I'd love to get drinks. And I was like, honestly, and I was, I was ending the relationship that I'd been in. And I was like, honestly, my life is super messy right now. And I, I don't, I don't want to get drinks. Like, mm. I think you're great, but I just can't. Like, I'm not in an emotional place to do it. And then she tried to sex me that night. Ooh. She's trying to, she's trying to send me winky faces. So I was like, you're not good at this one. I would love Two. to eat more of your vagina. <laughs> yeah, dear God. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah. so weird when like you're sexy and then you use not slang. Like, yes. I would love to perform fellatio on you, and it's, it's like, just like <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when I first started, um, kind of like having a thing with my now future spouse, he so he's British, and I, Ooh. um, I'm American. Tea and crumpets, governor. Literally, he fucking loves crumpets. Um, <laughs> li- he does. Um, he live, he's the living stereotype of every single Englishman out there. Then, totally. Uh, the war in it. Yeah, no, it, it really is. He's really like I'm Hank Marvin. I can't even do a British accent, but like he'll <laughs> he'll use the Cockney like rhyming things, and he's saying words, but I don't understand them. I still have to translate them to other people as well. But it's I, a different language. English is a different language. It is. Um, but I remember like this time when we were sexting early on, and I was like, okay, okay. So he uses centimeters. <laughs> right he uses centimeters so and in, in the states it's like imperial oh, yeah, yeah it's yeah, strictly okay. inches like i couldn't tell you how much millimeters or centimeters are. But, like, <laughs> i learned it in school like i don't know right like and so i'm like wanting to talk about his dick size while we're texting and like one says i'm like you know like i want to lick every inch of your cock or something like hot mm-hmm. and i i put centimeters <laughs> instead <laughs> of inches be considerate it's culture yeah in and England. It, it's like not like he I, I'm sure he looked at that and stopped stroking it. He was probably immediately like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> so I, I referenced like that. Every CM of your car. Yeah, like every like how many like eight hundred centimeters? Uh, like centimeters are tiny. Eight hundred centimeters. I don't know how many inches that is. Eight hundred centimeters is eight eighty inches. Meters. Oh eight hundred centimeters is <laughs> He's not that big. <laughs> I am. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely can't confirm. <laughs> it's out right now. Yeah, it's out right now. It's like slung over my shoulder. It's really heavy. It's almost medically like a problem. <laughs> medically a problem, but still hot though. Still it's hot. Still hot. I know. It's like it's hente style. Ooh, like, large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god when when i first watched hente i was like i don't really understand what's going on because it seems so um yeah what's the word for it like over dramatic and very like austere and i was just like this is really like kind of hot but also i'm really confused as to why i like seeing a tentacle go inside a man's butt it's like mm. it's one of the porn categories that gives I think probably all of us, the, the biggest pause in the po- post-nut clarity phase. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, you're you're done, then you kind of like look at the video you were watching, and you're like, man, that's content that I chose and climaxed to, but <laughs> we won't tell anyone about that, I guess. <laughs> I think, uh, what's that YouTube comment? It's like, not my most shameful nut, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it's up there but yeah. it's definitely up there oh my yeah. god i mean have you ever watched the porn besides hente that like has made you question your sexual choices yeah absolutely um so i well i went through this phase um it's not really phase but i so i was very into like online sex for a while and it's actually um like I was like meeting people and talking to people through Reddit and on Kick. So I was doing it in a very safe and anonymous way, but it was like kind of a, a like a fucking thing for me for like a year and a half. And I would watch porn that would like coincide with some of the fantasies I was creating with these like online anonymous men. And there was this dude who was quite a bit older. And mm. so I was like desperate to find like old young porn that was like not an ancient man. And it, it, there was one like fap situation I was in where I was like scrolling and I kind of just like settled on an old young, like older dude, young woman uh-huh. porn. And then after I remember being like, that video was a bit predatory or a bit creepy, but mm-hmm. then it was like, but I was just really trying to fulfill this fantasy. So that, that was one. But I also feel like anytime a woman is like screeching and it's like clearly a fake orgasm, then like in the moment I'm like, <laughs> damn she's getting it and after the fact it's like that shit was fake and i'm fake embarrassed, embarrassed uh, that i was into it <laughs> but I, mean, but, I don't know i mean maybe that's something that we have to unpack of like sexual shame or like i don't know embrace it like what turns yeah. you on turns you on whatever yeah it's- and it's like just i mean right now i'm trying to like be mindful about like ethical consumption of porn which is not mm. something i always thought about um mm. and so Pay for your porn, people. Pay yes, for it. Yes, pay for it. Um, but no, I think like it's so easy when you're on like Pornhub or X videos or RedTube or whatever the fuck whatever. you're called. Yeah, yeah. You're just scrolling and tapping on thumbnails. Do you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. all just visual stimuli, visual stimuli, visual stimuli. And it you get into rabbit holes and you don't at a certain point really know what you're masturbating to. Ooh, and so yeah. I don't think there's shame in that because I think that's that's for a long time the only option we felt like we all had. Mm-hmm. Um but I think I think it is important to be mindful while fapping, you know. <laughs> a mindful fap. A mindful an, fap. An ethical fap. A very exactly. Uh, a, a conscious nut. Yeah, a conscious nut. That's good. Yeah, we should know? get that on a shirt. 
<laughs> a conscious nut. <laughs> just someone in an asylum, just like very aware of the world. Like, oh, what a is this feeling? Nut. nut. <laughs> Get yeah. it? Or like, a, or like a literal nut that's just like, I'm a nut. That's good. I like that. Actually, the idea of an acorn with eyes is really wetting there my you whistle. Go. <laughs> See, I mean, this is the branding right here. We're carrying this into 2022. Yeah, the creativity, exactly. the juices are flowing. Oh my flowing. god, <laughs> so funny. Have you ever like participated? Not participated. Um, uh, what's that? What am I trying to say? Audio porn. Kind of. I've never done like ASMR, um, but I have. Oh, yeah. People fap to ASMR. Yeah. And I have gone down like a sex ASMR like rabbit hole. It's not It's not for me. I am very like auditorily stimulated. So I need sounds in porn to be good. But um, ASMR is not really my shtick. But I have known, I have had a partner of sorts, um, also online. I did a lot of weird stuff, mostly for people online, to be honest. I mean, I'm kinky in my own life, but like the stuff that I normally don't do, I was doing at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was very into jerk off instructions. And so I did, I did like kind of listen to quite a bit of that and then tried to recreate it. It's funny because I find like in my mind, like JOI, is so subjective, like telling someone how to masturbate. And I I think I got self-conscious doing that simply because I know that like when I masturbate, it's like a very, it's particular. I think like everyone. a wholesome and very individual experience, right? Yeah. And I think everyone who's been masturbating since they were like a young teenager, right? Like there's a certain way that you like to get off when you're by yourself. And it's, it can be disruptive to be told to do it differently. <laughs> I know. So, it's like, stop telling me what to do, mom. Yeah, it's like, well, actually, like, I prefer to touch my clit this way or prefer to hold no, my yeah. shaft this way or prefer to not touch that at all. I like to go this direction. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and so I was like, damn, like, I know that he's probably like easy to please this man, but I, I felt weird trying to tend to do that. But <laughs> um, I think it's hot. Like, the oh, idea yeah. of it's super hot. Oh, yeah. My favorite way to masturbate for me is um, I lie down on my side and Mm -hmm. then my arm starts to numb so that it feels like a different person. And then I jack off and I'm just like, is this really how I like to masturbate or am I just lonely right now? Little column A, little column B. A little column A, a little column B, you know, I'm just like. It can be both. (laughs) A very sad fap, you know, just like. I love a sad fap, though. A sad, oh, yeah. Not like, always, but mm. just when, when you need it, you know, sometimes it can yeah. be really nice. You can put on the entire Born to Die by Lana Del Rey and then just like have a little bit of weed and touch yourself in the Sunday afternoon sun, you know. Very that was beautiful. It's a very yeah. French noir, like, and then you have to put like a black and white filter on it, you know. Um, so you're, you're filming it as well. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then it has like... Um, I don't know, voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Mm. And then, you know, something like that. Yeah, no, I like it saucy. <laughs> it's such a romantic way to just masturbate, but also like sad and also like artistic. It's probably like a commentary on communism or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. Performance art. Porn with a message. Yes. Yeah. Story has narrative. I like that. I recently discovered that there is an actual porn all about marxism if you do a quick google search on this uh it's called i believe it's called the revolution is my boyfriend 
or something like that. Um, yeah, it's a full-on porno, like a movie, with like basically the what is it? Um, Karl Marx's um, thing, his his works. It's all there. The revolution is my boyfriend, and it just like throws in some Marxist theory while there's a couple having sex in an elevator. And then there's like another old couple that walks in and they're just like shocked. Like, huh? I well, love I that. What a choice to make. I'm going to look it up later. Yeah. The I revolution promise. is my boyfriend or rather um, the raspberry Reich titled the revolution is my boyfriend. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's quite a watch. Yeah. So sex, sex and media. It's, uh, a beautiful thing oh speaking of media there's been a whole shit ton of sex on fucking yeah. netflix right now i don't know when we started being so cool about sex and tv but they sure are trying i know they're trying i mean it's an effort, it's yeah, an effort. yeah hit hit and miss hit and miss like have you seen 365 days i I'm sorry to say that I have. <laughs> um, thoughts. Give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts. I mean, I'm embarrassed to say that I was aroused through part of it. Which, okay, like, same. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes you're watching movies and people are fucking, you're like, this is really bad. And you're like, but my body is kind of into it. I know. Oh my God. Because like that guy is really hot. Like, yeah. I would love if I had a gangster boyfriend so that Uncle Carmine from mm-hmm. the Anatoly family can come to my defense whenever I get hate crime for being called a faggot or something. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, the, the, that fantasy is fucking fire. Right. Um, yeah. And like, there were parts of that where I was like, oh, he really cares about her. But it was also like, it's full on abuse. It's definitely yeah, abuse. yeah. It was like very Stockholm syndrome, and I just feel like watching that reminded me that super good sex does not forgive um, toxicity as much as we would like it to. I mean, there was what five minutes of them having marathon sex on the boat, and I was like, um, yeah, as hot as that is, I wish, I yeah, wish, I really yeah, because like, okay. The whole flack with 365 days is like if if the listeners out there don't know what it is, it's um this gangster, this Italian mafia dude, whatever, kidnaps this really beautiful woman and forces her to fall in love with him for 365 days. And spoiler alert, she does. Ooh, fun. And like, yeah, it's full on abuse, and like it has been criticized for like glamorizing abuse and like abusive relationships and sexual violence but like okay this is going to be where it can be a little divisive because for me i'm able to compartmentalize it as purely a work of fiction and it is fantasy and that kind of makes me like uh, that kind of absolves me of when I masturbate to a beautiful hot Italian man, you know? No, that's fair. And I, I do think that's important, right? Like, I think media literacy is a big part of this and with porn too. Like, mm-hmm. if you're if you're aware of what you're consuming and the faults in it and you're not letting it warp your perception of yourself or your sexual relationship with others or your romantic relationship, then it's like fucking fine, honestly. Like, you can laugh at it. You can fap to it. I don't care. 
but it's when people start to consume stuff like that and they're like, wait, like it's hot for me to like chain up my girlfriend and force her to watch Ooh, me fuck yeah. someone without her consent. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yikes. Like that's really bad. Um, that's No, that's gross. Ew. Yeah. yeah. That's gross. Like, yeah. You can draw like, a mental line. It's like fine. Exactly. Right. Because like I'm able to recognize that this is a work of fiction it albeit a really shitty one but yeah. like still kind of hot because yeah. uh, oh my god that guy is super fucking sexy like i'm sorry yeah. but and she is really, too truth she's be told. so hot she's like really hot her boobs she's were great gorgeous oh my gosh like i and like as a gay man i can appreciate a beautiful woman and i was like damn this girl is gorgeous and also like i believe that show or that movie kind of showed a little bit of his cock going inside of her on that boat scene and i was like okay you know what i'm, I'm about to like drop trowel and just like, jack <laughs> off to this. just fucking do it yeah because like that's my fantasy i would love if a beautiful tall italian gangster were to sweep me off my feet and you know make me his fuck toy for yeah. an entire year i would love that I mean, yeah. some people might not be into it, but like, that's me. I yeah. want to be someone's like, you no, know, yeah. submissive. I, you'd be wholeheartedly consenting to that shit. So it would be fucking awesome. And you yeah. would come back from Sicily or Croatia or wherever fucking cool place you were and be like, <laughs> I got laid eight times a day, bitches. And we'd be like, damn, we're jealous. Damn. I know. Like, for I, her, I just was scared. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was basically like Fifty Shades meets uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Although he's not so much, I mean, he is a beast. Holy shit. Like, yeah, that's true. that scene in the bedroom where he was like forcing her to watch him get a blowjob. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's kind of hot. That's yeah. So no, hot. I think like that's, that's something that I would easily fap to. Oh, but hell yeah. If my partner did that, I would have a fucking panic attack. But you know what I mean? Though it's the fantasy. Yeah, like under the right circumstances, you yeah. and your partner could like totally like role play this scene yeah. within the confines of your bedroom and still not like glamorize an abusive relationship or like sexual violence or whatever. Totally. You know, and like yeah. people can be a little like, eh, but you know what? That's the beauty of role play and like sex yeah. within the confines of your four walls. What stays there stays there. It's like a little tiny Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Sex is about pushing boundaries, in my opinion, like in a safe and consenting way and in a communicative way. But like, why not explore every possible way that your body can provide you with pleasure? That like, part. Why, why not that do it? That part. It's the communication for me, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk it till we die. And then. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of communication. Yeah. Sex Life. Mm -hmm. Have you seen it? Um, I I started the first episode um, and I promised to watch more, but I really struggled. And I know that that's kind of the consensus as well. Yeah, it is a difficult watch. Well, okay, for me, first of all, it's a difficult watch because it's hard for me to suspend my disbelief that this is happening in New York because it's fully filmed here in Toronto. And oh I'm my like, God. there's no way you can convince me that this is in the streets of New York. So stop yeah. it. So that's yeah. one. And the second one is like, it's hard for me to watch because the main character, Billy, is just so fucking annoying. I'm like, yeah. Sa Sarah Shahi, you are a beautiful actress. And so is everyone else on that show. You're all very gorgeous. But like, this character is just so toxic and like annoying and it's hard yeah. for me to root for her being the main character because it's like just say your fucking needs this is why yeah. your husband 
believe that you're cheating and then she's like no i'm not cheating i'm just texting him i'm just like yeah. you know consenting to his dick pic it's not cheating it's like girl fucking tell him yeah no exactly and i i had a really hard time like again this is early episode one so i don't know how the show ends but neither do i it's hard to watch okay good i'm I'm glad i'm not alone yeah but when when she was like talking about all of her past sexcapades and hot boyfriends and stuff and then she's like why did i marry cooper because he was nice and stable and i was like this is so frustrating to me because it is possible to be in a nice stable relationship and have like raunchy sex yeah i feel like i feel like she's painting it out where like you can't like you have to have like toxic partners in order to get fucking kinky and like that's the opposite you should be super kinky with people you can communicate with yeah, like you can totally have a wild ass sex life and the house and the kids yes. and like a husband that loves you and like a third leg for a penis. Like, exactly. You can have all of that, but she won't fucking say anything. I'm so stupid. Like, I know, Cooper, like, you deserve better. I know you're a yeah. fictional character, but you deserve so much better than your shitty ass wife because she's annoying the hell out of me. Yeah. Have you have you seen the trend on TikTok where people re- are blind reacting to Sex Life episode three, 19 minutes and fifty seconds? Is it the shower scene? Right. <laughs> I, so I haven't I haven't seen that many of it. I need to explore the trend. I, I haven't been on TikTok a ton recently, but um, yeah, no, I I have seen a couple of those. Yeah. I haven't I haven't seen the episodes. I now I feel like maybe I should just go watch that one episode I and mean... see the scene in context. <laughs> so um, if you watch my TikTok, you'll get a pretty good sense <laughs> because like i literally choked on my water as oh, i was watching no. it yeah like i i like choked and then my dog was just staring at me like you okay I'm like <laughs> fuck right here choking on water no but um okay so uh, you you can only watch it and believe what i say when you see it but basically the scene is a shower uh cooper is watching um the aussie guy i forget his name mm-hmm. um he he's watch he's watching him and then he turns around and sees like the biggest penis of his entire life like his penis is reaching his knee and <laughs> there's this whole yeah. thing going on about whether or not it's real or fake or and I'm like I highly doubt that it's real but also I'm like not penis shaming or anything but then again it it just seems way too like Mm, I don't. I don't know. So. They did. They did have to give uh, Willem Dafoe a um, prosthetic penis for Antichrist because his dick was too big, and they had to give him a, pros- a prosthetic that they they thought for was more believable. <laughs> yeah, because they were like, no one's going to believe this dick is real. Wait. We have to give you a smaller one. Hold yeah. on, you're saying Willem Dafoe, as in the Green Goblin from? Oh yeah, Daddy is hung. He's. Ooh. Willem Dafoe, hi, um, my name is Tim, I'm from Toronto, <laughs> if you ever want to listen to this podcast and like hit me up, come on. <laughs> He's both hot and scary, but sometimes I love being kind of scared, yeah, is kind of hot, right? I don't know why. I, I love like a hot, scary man, mm-hmm. but like you have to be like hot and scary, not just hot or just scary, That's because true. then it's just like boring. Yeah, got to keep it <laughs> spicy with some fear. Yeah, like have a personality or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, anyway, so back to that shower scene. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I'm seriously on the side of fake, but according to some New Zealand newspapers and like 
quote unquote credible sources, which is really just Instagram DMs. Um, people have been saying like it's real and like he's known in his um college as doing the windmill. But I was like, hmm, I don't think so. I mean, okay, but maybe I'll just Google the actor and like look at Adam photos Demos. of him. Yeah. Yeah. Is that who it is? Yeah. And then I'll just yeah. zoom in on his crotch and keep seeing if I can see his bulge, bulge I know. in photos of him online. That's literally what it, that's literally what I did with John Hamm, because like that's another handsome individual. But, oh like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I love gray sweatpants season. It's awesome. Sweatpants, yeah. Yeah. The next hottest thing to seeing cock is to imagine cock. Like, don't show me. I just want to know it's there. Right? Like, I don't I don't want to see it. I just want to know it's there. Like, I I love the outline when like Mm -hmm. guys are at the gym. Oh my god. Or like when they're at the gym, they're wearing short shorts and like they're not they're free balling it and they're using like those machines that force them to open up their legs like stirrups or something. And I'm like Hello. I know, I love it. Especially Mm -hmm. like gay gyms where everyone like is sexually charged and I'm just like it's it's great i love being gay oh my god being gay is the best i don't know how people how straight people live this life it's weird well i mean you'll probably understand this but i love dick so i what's not to love i know so i can't help it i mean (laughs) i identify as a lady and i love penis and here i am (laughs) me too like that's literally me. I identify as a gorgeous woman. And yes. I love cock. But let it be known that like I like men. Or no, I am attracted to men. I do not like men. Stay away from me. That's fair. Men <laughs> if are or trash. Fully they, trash. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Full stop. Like I don't even have yep, like that's it. <laughs> Yeah, and like literally all men, like gay men, straight men, non-binary, male, like penis owners, they can be a little like, (sighs) there's the toxic masculinity that people are, and and like the whole toxic masculinity thing, it's not just on men, but like there are some women I've seen that have fallen victim to toxic masculinity. Like, you're a guy, you should know how to fuck me. I was like, what? What do you mean you should? What is this word should? Toxic masculinity, internalized misogyny, everyone experiences it regardless yeah. of gender identity. It's just like how you work to like rinse it out of your system. Hard agree. Hard to agree. Yeah. yeah. Like this is the poor sex education we're like subjected to. Oh my God. I'm yeah. on a roll right now. Sex education on Netflix. Yes. <laughs> I'm God, just like seg- segue. I'm segueing into everything right now. I'm just like I'm <laughs> totally in my podcast best right now. Okay, sex education. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, I love it. I love it. I will say that I think in season two, it's what happens with Amy on the bus when oh my god um, i think that's one of the most realistic depictions of the aftermath of sexual assault mm-hmm. um i think it's really hard for media to capture what being a victim of survivor of that is like um mm. and i think that they captured her processing and the support that she receives through that so beautifully that i mean i loved the show regardless of that um oh, yeah. i think i think like all of the actors in that are 
super attractive, which is weird because I think a lot of them are actually like teenagers. <laughs> and I'm hoping some of them are all, also in their 20s, but I, I don't know. I believe they're all adults, but... Okay, I, I don't know. So maybe if they're not, then I'm not attracted to the ones who are under 18. But... Um, <laughs> but um, I just, I just think, yeah, I thought, I thought that was beautiful. I'm, I'm just a big fan of her all. Oh yeah, and like the queen herself, Gillian Anderson, portraying mm-hmm. like this extremely sex positive, almost to the point of sex neutral, like parent, yeah. where she talks about sex so casually and in such a nonchalant, matter of fact way to her son. And I'm just like, I, if I ever have a kid, I want to be like Gillian Anderson. And just yeah. like, it's like, so how was your orgasm today? <laughs> just like, I want that. I, so I love it. I, I will say my mom is a little bit like that. My mom is not a sex educator or researcher by any means, but my mom has lived a fucking life. She's done it all. <laughs> um, and it it is great, but it did mean that like as a kid, kind of, kind of like in the show, I like mm-hmm. went to school and was like, well, everyone knows what this is. Right. And it was like, just me. And I had mm-hmm. to, I had to like realized that I was like a little bit ahead of the curve on on the sex education front. So you're um, a little bit like Otis being like the sex ther- it, quote unquote sex therapist of your school. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't I definitely didn't try to give advice at that age because I was having bad sexual encounters that mm. were like just I was like, you know, like didn't know how to give head and was like asking well, actually, I was asking gay boys, gay men who were older than me in high school. I was like, well, how do you give head? Because, like, clearly you guys are going to know better than <laughs> I do. It's like you have a dick and you love dick. Like, how do I do it? Um, how to suck cock, Google. Honestly, yeah. Um, but I was, like, teaching people the slang because my mom was mm. using it. Um, so I was comfortable being like, well, this is what a dildo is. And this is how it differs from a vibrator. And I was, like, trying to, like, get people up to the curve. But people people don't like to talk about sex, I learned. <laughs> Makes makes people uncomfortable. It's so weird. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes. Hello, all my little sluts. It's me, Mama Slut. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. I just wanted to hop on here real quick to let you in on a sexy little deal. Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me, 25% off, and cherry on top. Free shipping, oh my god. (laughs) I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me, and girl, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there, and I'm on the train. I'm just like, "Uh, uh, uh, thank you, Dale. That's dalecuda.com with the code SEXEDWITHTIM for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come buckets, honey. <laughs> hey, you disgusting pervs. We all like sex toys, right? Nipple clamps, vibrators, masturbators, oh my. 
Good For Her has one of the best selection of sex toys, learning resources, online workshops, and gender expression materials you can't find anywhere else. Go to goodforher.com and use code SEXEDWITHTIM10 for 10% off your purchase of any of the toys bought online. That's G-O-O-D-F-O-R-H-E-R.com and the code S-E-X-E-D-W-I-T-H-T-I-M-1-0 at checkout for 10% off your purchase of any of the toys bought online. And they ship worldwide. Trans-inclusive, feminist, and pleasure-focused, Good For Her has been doing the Lord's work since 1997, bringing you everything you need to get that... Uh... 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 The show is about to begin. Yes! What do you think about that weird Netflix uh, reality show, Too Hot to Handle and Love is Blind? Like, I think it's totally trash, but like... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, both absolute garbage. Um, (laughs) Like men. Uh, (laughs) But I think, like, both fun? I think... um, the idea of like depriving yourself of sex or intimacy is like a little troubling to me, but like okay. in not to um, can you like give me a rundown because I've never seen either one. I only oh, say yeah, it's yeah. trash because reality TV is so trashy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. So love is blind. Basically, people, you know, it is what it sounds like. You sit in a room and you can't see people and you basically go like speed dating and you talk to people without being able to see them and then over time you kind of narrow it down and then yes creepy and then some people like fell in love and got engaged or fell in love with air quotes and got engaged like instantaneously which (laughs) um i mean like i i know people like i agree for long-term romantic relationships like conversation and personality compatibility like can be really important and are really important but like i if you don't have sexual chemistry with someone like i don't know how you can decide you want to spend your life with them but like maybe that's just me um i know not everyone is like that and i know like sexual compatibility or comfortable comfortability like not having sex very often like all those things are important so like that's that's an inclusive statement but i feel like in my mind like you have to know what the physical boundaries are and if if those align so right Right. And also, I yeah. feel like that show does say something to how much physical attraction, like, factors into a relationship. It, you know, everyone who ended up with someone kind of at the end, there were, like, three couples. Like, the the couple we knew wasn't going to last was, like, Jessica, I think was her name. And she was the one who, like, was the meme on Twitter because she fed wine to her dog. And um, <laughs> which is, like... I love giving my cat treats and I love giving dogs love, but like, don't, don't give it wine, Jessica. She was like the dog, not Jessica. But, um, yeah, no. And then like, like the guy that she quote unquote picked was, I think beautiful. And he was so sweet and so kind to her. Um, but she like, I think actually was like, he's not really my usual type. Like she kept saying that. And so it was like, Okay, well then it does it does matter what someone looks like. And she was obsessed with this other guy named Barnett who had picked another lady. And so Barnett and Amber, I think her name was, were like in a happy, well, not happy, a very toxic but supposedly happy engagement. <laughs> and like Jessica the whole time was like, remember Barnett when we like talked in the rooms and like you kind of liked me also, but then you picked Amber. And like it's 
it, it's very clear she doesn't want to be with. I think his name was Mark, the the guy that she was with. I it was just yikes. It was just so yikes. Um, physical physical stuff matters. Like whatever that means for you. Did you hear? Because okay, from what I'm hearing from you right now, this sounds like a lot of drama, and um, I live for drama. Um, but this kind of sounds like almost the exact opposite of this. Um, uh, what is it? I feel like it's American or English. I don't know what it is. Dating naked. Ah, uh, is Do it? You know it. I so I there is a British show. I don't think it's called Dating Naked, but it's um. But basically, the show that I saw was um, this woman would pick her boyfriend or potential partner based on their penis alone. It's, and it's like, na- naked attraction. That's the one. That's it. I've seen Naked Attraction. Sorry, it was like killing me that I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, no, like a veil slowly lifts, like first it's feet and then it's like knees and then it's dick. And it's like, like she's really eliminating people for their feet, first of all, and then for their dick and then for their upper body. It's like, and then, and then eventually like they see each other's faces and, and each other's nude bodies before they go on a date. But it's like, it is, it is the opposite of that. Which I'm like, as a gay man, uh, that's heaven. Like, can I have all of it? That's please? fair. Why do I have to choose one? It, yeah. No. And that's the problem too. I mean, with any of these shows, right? You like, <laughs> you pick one and if you made a mistake, like, oops, you, you made a mistake and it's kind of like a fuck up to try to like retract it and pick someone else. It's super awkward. Whereas like in real life, you just end a relationship and start a new one. And like, uh, it's sad and sucks, but it's, it's better than being on national television. I know. Right. Can I just... <laughs> But also, like, I would love to just have, like, a quick, you know, network-produced spring <laughs> fling. That'd be beautiful. To to be, like, essentially paid to be on a fucking island and get laid, that is, yeah. like, why not do it? Why not? Is that what Too Hot to Handle is about, too? Um. Well, plus, like, a, a chastity belt. It's like <laughs> this... It's like these hot people from around the world, which I do like it when they're like from all over the world because that's kind of fun. And there's like cultural differences and like people communicate differently. And I, I enjoy watching that. But um, there's like essentially an Amazon Alexa. Mine's going to start talking if I'm, don't, if I'm not careful. Um, like a type AI robot thing that's like, beep, boop, you cannot have sex today. And it's like, you you lose five grand every time you touch each other's genitals. And so like the the one person or couple gets the grand prize money at the end and the money, the prize pool drops every time people physically interact with each other, like more than platonically. And also like you can't masturbate. Huh? Which I think is so fucked up. <laughs> But people, I'm sure people secretly somehow, but there are fucking cameras and microphones everywhere. Which is a little like, um, like I don't let know how I feel about masturbate if you're putting like 16 people in a house for a summer and you're not letting anyone get off. Like, I don't care how they do it, but like, people are. It's just I don't know. It's not good for you. Mm. If you want to masturbate, masturbate. Right, and also like, just the thought of putting hot people without a personality like total airheads and being like it's so hard for me to not have sex it's like what it's so yeah it's (laughs) it is like this very weird portrayal of horniness because it, it is it is like this hot people in human horniness as opposed to just like oh yeah like i work a normal job i'm you know like a a, like a normal person and I have a you know 
an, a sensation of arousal all day while I'm at work and then I'm going to go home and like masturbate or fuck someone and like, you know, it's just, it's like a, like a part of humanity as opposed to being like, I'm so hot and I go to the clubs and I get laid at the clubs. And then, I mean, that's people's lives too, but it is this very beautified version of sexual arousal. And I, I find it distant from my own. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, it's so interesting to see these people like resist the most natural thing for money, but also like, Come on, how easy is it to just like keep it in your pants for the next several weeks so that you get some money? What? Yeah, <laughs> it's especially if you don't know someone. Like, I guess eventually they are there for like weeks and they do get to know each other. But like, at least for me, if I I can resist horniness if I don't like if I haven't. I'm I'm someone who's very driven by personality attraction. So like, for sex to be like really good to me, I have to at least like the person. I don't have to want to date them, right? But I have to at least think they're like funny and cool. So for me, it's like day one, I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, I'm going to get my labes out for that guy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just gonna, like, I'd like, I'd like for him to make me laugh a couple of times and then I'll consider it. (laughs) I'm laughing at labes out. Sun's out, labes out. (laughs) Uh, I love that term. I'm probably going to use that next time. Oh my God. I welcome you to use it. Yeah. I can't believe like all these shows made like headlines and just like, Mm -hmm. you know what? 2021 was such a weird time for sex. It, oh, yeah. Like 2020 included. Like just seeing all these things happen and like in the news and in the media. Like, have you seen any like interesting sex news headlines? Yeah. So I saw this one and I, I can't remember when it was again, 2020 and 2021, all a blur. So it might be kind of old at this point, but I saw this one that blew me away so tiffany haddish um love her Indian actor yeah no and love her i saw this article i don't even remember it was like probably tmz or something that was trash that was her an interview with her and she was talking about how her first orgasm involves nicholas cage and so let me <laughs> but let me clarify so like she was hooking up with someone in a movie theater I think like a pretty quiet movie theater and they ended up fucking. And as she's like, you know, through the thralls of climax and she's like really feeling it and it's all over her body. And as she opens her eyes, as she like starts to come down from the peak, she just locks eyes with fucking Nicolas Cage on the goddamn movie cinema giant screen. Um, And then later when she like interacted with him, she was like, I have to tell him. She fucking did. I think Tiffany Haddish literally was like the first time I came. I mean, I sent you on the screen. So like, I love that for her, but also Nick Cage. Of all the actors to get off to Nick Cage, like it's got to be one of the National Treasure movies because that's probably the only movie where I can like at least tolerate Nick Cage. I yeah no it it blows my mind that he there's so many roles that he was meant to play and just like ended up not playing them there's a there's an mcu superhero role that he was meant to play he was meant to play superman in one of those i mean it just this weird time where people were treating nick cage like a sex icon and then they had to wake up and realize that that's just not the case (laughs) nicholas cage as a sex icon just not my like tom Selleck. i get okay fine but nick cage absolutely not like i would love i would pay for a tom Selleck mustache ride oh yeah yeah, I yeah, bet he yeah, like yeah. 
I bet he moisturizes that bit, that puppy like. Oh, I'm sure hmm. he has to. It looks pristine as well. Oh yeah, it's like that's the national treasure. Tom Selleck's, <laughs> Tom Selleck's mustache. <laughs> oh my god, is that your favorite 2021 like uh, headline? Yeah, I think so. I did see um, this other like it was a BuzzFeed article, but it was like sourcing from Reddit, which is a great place for all things sex story, right? And it was just like a handful of things. It was like silliest reasons people had to stop having sex. Um, or like silliest ways sex was interrupted. And so um, one of them was like the sex playlist gone wrong. Like I guess the dude had put on a playlist thinking it was like a, a sexy playlist. And then the middle of of fucking Ghostbusters starts playing, which mm-hmm. like is not a hot song in my opinion. Um, Who are you going to call? <laughs> Ghostbusters. More like Nutbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that part. That part. <laughs> Um, so that one was good. And then there was one that was like, uh, oh, the sound of balls clapping against ask cheek, ask, ask cheeks, blah, 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 um, accidentally turned on the clapper light. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, they were going at it that hard, which I mean, hey, good for them. We all know and love that sound. Um, but I love just like lights coming on um, in the middle of sex. Just like, oh, now I have to see your face. Oh, this is what I was trying to avoid. <laughs> I was trying to not to see you, and I have to. Um, I mean, there were a ton. There was one where like they were fucking, and one of the people like reached out and put their arm on the dresser that was next to the bed, like in the thralls of passion, and then like looked down, and a rat was like biting their hand. <laughs> This is probably in New York or someplace gross. Um, no offense to New York, but I mean, come on. I mean, just, yeah. So New stuff, is, stuff like that. New York is gross. It's trash. But you know what? There is charm in the in the oh, grossness yeah. and the trash and the the grime and the grease of the big city. Like, there's something about it that makes me want to keep going to it. It's probably yeah. the guys. Um, but That's her, you know. that's right too. I, yeah. I do love living in a big city um, because I'm in Chicago. I'll just go ahead and say that. But um Lots of men, lots of people to look at, which is always fun. Mm. Also, like, hey, shout out to Chicago. Like, I love your bean. Um, yeah. I spent a summer in Chicago, and uh, I was at, um, what is it, the really nice boardwalk, and mm-hmm. a lot of, like, shirtless uh, athletes running across it and, like, cyclists. And I'm like, yeah. I could imagine myself here, you know? It's not There's as windy of- as it, it's not as windy as advertised, but, like, you know. <laughs> There's lots of shirtless people in Chicago, just generally, um, which I, I love enjoy. It. Also, like I love like the Chicago drag scene too. Like, oh yeah, mm, beautiful. Uh, love drag queens. Love everything. Just like, yeah. uh, it's so great being a queer person, isn't it? Mm, yes, but I do live <laughs> a pretty heteronormative life. I feel like I always have to have to caveat that because um, I don't want to anyone hey. to feel like I'm appropriating their queerness. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, having a heteronormative relationship does not make you any less queer, girl. Let's oh, get that. Thanks. I do need yeah. to hear that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You're an ally. You are uh, a queen. You are a queer person. You are like everything and more. You're like a huge Aww. slut like me. Come on. Yes, Aww. I know. It's true. Aww, love you. Thank you. Uh, you're amazing. So, which is why I want to play a little game with you. Are you ready? Love games. Let's do it. Okay, so this game I invented literally just last week. It's called Fact or Fucked. 
Okay. Oh, okay. So how this game goes is I am going to read you a totally fabricated um, news headline. Your job is to determine whether I got it from an actual source or I made it up. So it's like, it's a totally fake headline that I wrote because I'm funny Uh and a creative. Of course. If you think it's based on a true story, you say fact. If you think it's totally bullshit, say fucked. Amazing. I'm so down. Let's do it. Cool. Okay. First headline I'm going to read you. COVID-19 pandemic causes dip in orgy participants. Fact. Yeah, you're right. That was really easy. So um, that was uh, based on an article in April of 2021 from the Kinsey Institute. So what Kinsey Institute did was get um, a sample of 2,000 participants Mm -hmm. and did a study on their sex lives. And in that study, they discovered that um, participants are 68% less likely to cheat. Oh. 44% feel commitment is more important than ever before. Yeah. And 52% of singles now want a committed relationship. This is after like going through the thralls of a pandemic. That makes sense. I think like it was a weird, lonely time and I, it was a weird, lonely time for me. And like, I have a partner who I really like to be around and like being locked down with him was like, oh yeah, I, I definitely like him and, and want to spend my life with him. But I can imagine like, especially if you didn't have an active sex partner, like you can only fap so many times. <laughs> very true. Which is also very interesting because there was this whole discussion of like the pandemic putting a strain on relationships. Mm-hmm. Like if you've been locked down with a one person for like a really extended period of time, you think it would lead to divorce. But like Kinsey said, Mm-mm, girl, that's I actually the other way. Mm. Yeah. Which I like to hear that. That's, that's happy news. I love that, right? So you get one point. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right, next one. Um, new fossil yields evidence of anal sex in dinosaurs. <sighs> I'm going to say fucked, but I want it to be fact. It's a fact. What? <laughs> no way. Wait, this, tell me more. <laughs> I will tell you more. So an article from Salon.com in January of 2021 Um a bunch of scientists, basically, the story goes, it was a bunch of scientists from the University of Bristol and the University of Massachusetts. Shout out to them, massive huge tits. Um, they were in a dig site in Argentina. Um, this is where they discovered a cloaca. Oh. Okay? So what a cloaca is, is basically like a little vent, you know, yeah. that's meant for like uh, peeing, pooping, laying eggs, and mating. Um this is interesting because a cloaca is organic material, right? It doesn't preserve as well as how bones usually preserve. Right, so yeah. like to find to find like, you know, a cloaca is like very rare and like, oh my god, it's a cool discovery. So normally animals with cloacas, uh, they mate by cloacal kissing. So they rub those vents together. The the male uh, animal with the cloaca will basically like vibrate to the female cloaca until sperm is ejaculated and that's how they yeah. reproduce. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. The cloaca they found with the dinosaur is shaped differently 
so that it's not suitable for cloacal kissing. What this cloaca had was like a pair of lips, just like the cloaca on a crocodile. So this means that this cloaca likely housed a penis or a clitoris. Interesting. Right? And also, cherry on top, the cloaca had like this bright color that was be like a signal for other mates to be like yeah. dating time you know like baboons have a bright red butt that they show yeah, yeah. So like come and fuck you know oh my and, god i love that i right? wanted it to be a fact and there it was <laughs> but you said fucked so no, uh, uh, no point fine. for me <laughs> but like i think it's really cool because like um up until this discovery scientists have only theorized on how dinosaurs would have sex so this is kind of like leading into like a more distinct and a more like accurate um, depiction of how we think dinosaurs made. And I think that's really cool. I love that. No, that is super cool. What a good right? find. <laughs> okay. Next one. Here we go. Um, this is probably going to be easy because this one made me laugh because I wrote it. Hey, um, British Medical Journal documents first case of vertical penile fracture. I'm going to say fact? Yes, it's fact. (laughs) High-pressure game, guys. (laughs) Okay, this is so funny. Like, you know what? Your hubby probably knows this because he's British. I think all British people know each other. But, like, um, basically, there was this article in July of 2021 where... It was a 40-year-old man in the UK. He fractured his penis down the middle instead of through the middle. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. How does that happen? Um, so um, the the medical professionals that were attending to him, they basically concluded that, um, oh, God, I can't even, like, call the straight face because the story is funny. But um, it was <laughs> an ill an ill-timed thrust on the penis going into his partner's perineum the team uh, <laughs> you know what is the thing is we've all been there we've all felt that moment and it could have been any of us so cautionary tale <laughs> yeah, it's a very, flip, it could be the end it's a very cautionary tale because like oh my god like the poor aim like oh, there's terrible. Oh my goodness. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes like, I don't know, especially like having a pussy, like the number of times it's just, it's been accidental anal because they just be slipping around. It's like, come on now, aim Mm. for the hole that we, you know, I mean, I like anal, don't get me wrong, but you know, it's like if I haven't prepped for anal, like just stick to my pussy, you know, but dick just be flying everywhere. Which is why that dick just all of a sudden hit the taint. It's dangerous. That's very scary, actually. Mm. I mean, funny. Well, like, hilarious as fuck, but also, wow. I mean, that guy is going to be okay. He's going to be fine. But, like, the medical professionals were just, like, really interested that this was, like, a very rare case of the fracture going down the middle rather than mm-hmm. through the middle. Yeah. So it's I mean, like, wow. Mm. That's I mean, like, yeah. this guy made history. God bless him and his parts. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, that's fair. Oh, God. Okay, next one. Um, New evolutionary evidence suggests dental structures in vaginas. Fucked. 
Good one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just want to be like, I'm really behind if that's happening. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was a real, like, I was a, I was ready to like give you some clues to make it sound realistic. Like, uh, I ma- I totally made up some quote unquote facts <laughs> to to make it sound a little like um like real. But no, like, can you imagine if like vaginas had teeth? I mean, I don't want to say that's a dream, but it's all it is kind of like I don't know. Like, if you could have like safety doors on that thing you know it's like that i think there's a movie called teeth that i haven't seen it but it's like you know what i mean like if if somebody's down there you don't want to be just chomp it right off <laughs> like kind of nice but also like yeah i mean hypothetically scary um i would love if i had a vagina and it had teeth and if this guy just was not like doing it for me it just chomps down and be like you don't deserve this penis yeah and then if you like gained control over your vagina teeth then you could like use them in like kinky nibbly pussy sex you know like kind of like tastefully very agree but also like i feel like you'd have to floss and brush it there and that's just yeah, like that's more, maintenance. more dentist appointments and like oh. dental is not covered by my work insurance i, <laughs> I can't okay last headline uh so far i think you have what three points or something because you could, oh. yeah yeah no, four yeah four you have four points. No, I three. Do. Three. Because you three, lost three, one. Three. Yeah, yeah. I lost one, yeah. Okay. okay. So fifth. So fifth. And then if you get this right, you win, I don't know, a free masturbation session with yourself. Oh, my God. Yay. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> okay. Uh, last one. Uh, local village loses sleep due to four-day orgy. Fact. Ding, 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 ding. Yay. <laughs> where which village so um this was an article in the mirror uh okay. in july 2021 uh this coincidentally is also in the uk oh it's the brits <laughs> at it again as the brits at it again they're truly doing the most out here y'all wild um true. so basically um there was this swingathon yeah so it's exactly what it sounds like swingathon was this um this big swingers event in a small village called Osby in the United Kingdom, which is like, uh, I don't know, a hundred miles North of London. And like, it was, it was at a field, right? It was like an empty field in the village, uh, middle of nowhere. Uh, and it's like most of England. So that makes sense. <laughs> very, very that right. Uh, there were like no washrooms and like little to no showers. So it's yeah. like kind of filthy. Yeah. Um, some of the events at Swingathon uh, were wet t-shirt contests. Um, there was a mobile dungeon. There were live fetish demonstrations. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Pigeon shooting. <laughs> I don't know what's that doing at Swingathon. And, people. Yeah, and uh, bouncy houses. First of all, find me in the bouncy house. That's where I'll be all weekend. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, got stoned and lost myself in the bouncy house. For, got stoned and lost myself in the bouncy house for three days. Um, that's so funny, though. I feel like, I don't know. I, I mean, I say this to my partner all the time, so I feel like I can say this in general, but I just feel like, British people got left alone on an island for too long. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like we left them alone for too long and now they're up to weird shit. They just won't stop. They won't stop colonizing and doing weird shit. (laughs) Oh my God. Like 
I feel like you, your hubby would totally like confirm all of these like British stereotypes that we have of the English. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he, it's it's a rare day when he disproves the stereotype, to mm-hmm. be honest. Right. Um, but at least he owns it. Yeah. So basically the villagers were like filing noise complaints with police authorities that like there's like loud music and most noise complaints were the moaning. Yeah. That loud. Yeah. I'm guessing like... It must have been like a, a substantial crowd as well. If you're going to have like a swingers event, people are probably coming in pairs at least. So it's probably like a couple hundred people. Yeah. Um, like four days over the span of four days, just That's swinging. A long time to be fucking. I mean, good for them. Like, God bless, honestly. But yes, sweaty, loud, and nasty. I love that, but also. I do need a shower after like day two of not showering. Also, like, give me some Gatorade if you need me to keep fucking for a span of four days. Holy hell. Come on. Totally. And I, I like showers make me feel sexy. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, I, I relish in the like natural everything my body produces, but also like sometimes Basic like, hygiene. Yeah. Like, I want my booty hole to be ready as well. You know what Very I mean? That. Yeah. yeah. Like, Literally, a shower and a douche is a gay man's best friend. Yeah, or, like, literally anyone that's participating in anal. Like, we need showers. We need soap. We need water. We, yeah. we need fiber. Yeah. And I want to, like, brush my teeth and, like, brush my hair and be cute for the fuckery. I can be, like, messy cute, but I want to at least have a little bit of, like, I'm going into this feeling ready to go. Uh, right? Like, let's – it's 2022, people. Let's get our shit together. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I am working on that, but exactly. Yeah. Oh, speaking of bouncy houses, have you ever been to um, New York Museum of Sex? I haven't. I haven't been Ooh. to New York in a hot minute, which is a shame because it's really not that far from me. Um, I mean, a flight away, but um, is it? I'm assuming you've been? I have. So the reason I bring it up is because in the Museum of Sex, you walk through this entire museum and it's a beautiful museum. Like they have uh, antique vibrators. They have like the history of erotic, erotica and porn. Mm -hmm. And um, somewhere along the museum, you pay like two bucks or something for a two minute jump inside the titty bouncy house. (gasps) I want to go to there. Okay, well, it's on my bucket list now. Yeah, I'll make museum, it happen. museum of Sex, and I believe it's in Manhattan. Um, it's beautiful because it's like really fun music while you're bouncing around, and like just really <laughs> huge inflatable titties all over. I love it. That's so good. I'm gonna take so many weird selfies in there. <laughs> I mean, you know what? It's 2022. It's a new year. Like, why not? Yeah, travel. Travel is happening these days. Hopefully, now that things are opening up like hopefully we can live our best sexual life and like travel and see all these beautiful people and like (sighs) this was it it was just fun to look back at 2021 and just like all the craziness that came with it have you learned anything about your sexual self in 2021 definitely i think um especially and i'm sure you feel this way too at least to an extent but especially having the like creative outlet of a podcast and talking to people regularly about their own sexual experiences i think that's helped me like continue to process my own sexual wellness journey and like explore 
new things and like get more and more comfortable communicating about things with my own partner. So I feel like it's been a very like wholesome journey, despite the fact that some of the things I've done in bed have been less than wholesome. Um, but I know you, um, but yeah, no, like I, um, I think like I'm getting more and more comfortable being like, yeah, I love to fuck and saying it out loud. And that's, um, I think more than a lot of people are comfortable saying. So like I'm, to me, that's, that's the, the wholesome takeaway from the last year. Oh, that's good. Because like, it's hard same. Like I've learned that I am not so much of a numbers guy anymore. I am Mm. a very much a quality guy. Like people have been like, to the people that knew me before, they would know me as like the guy that would always have sex with as many men as possible. And, mm. you know, that's the title that they gave me, like the big hole, the big slut, you right. know, Tim, Tim, the walking whore, whatever. Yeah. But that's the title they gave me only because of like the reputation I had in the city. But now I'm just like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like they're surprised at the fact that my quote-unquote score is a lot lower because Mm. i've just set a higher standard for myself in terms of the sex that i want you know like i'm i don't care so much about the number of guys i have sex with i care more about like the quality of sex with the guys i'm with yeah that's so important too and also like that comes i think with time for everyone and like there's something fun about being aware of numbers but i i agree like quality is more important and i Love the thought of you having great, high-quality sex because you deserve it. We all do. We all do. After this entire, like, pandemic, like, everybody mm-hmm. needs a good quality nut. A yes. conscious nut. A very conscious nut. A conscious nut. Exactly. <laughs> uh, um, like, just to wrap this up, because, yeah. like, this conversation has been so beautiful. And, like, <laughs> spending the new year with you has been so lovely and wonderful. Yes. Uh, what do you hope to bring to 2022 like do you want to explore something new sexually do you have like a sexual resolution oh that's a really good question i don't know if i've thought about it i think um a couple of things that i've been wanting to try um and if anyone wants to slide into my dms for tips on these i welcome it but i haven't explored tantra very much and that's something that i really want to explore like slowing it down i think like it's easy for me to be like high energy, high speed, high vibration, like rail me and, you know, like really go at it. But sometimes it's like, wow, I should really like slow it down and navigate some of the like more intimate and potentially spiritual aspects of sex. Um, So that's something that I'm looking forward to trying. And I think just like continuing um, to like, just, yeah, own what I like. You know what I mean? I used to be scared of saying I like butt stuff. And like, I'm here to say I love butt stuff and like, just, just getting more and more comfortable. Uh, I love that. And I feel like people listening to this should take away the same message. Like, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to, like, take some baby steps to expand your sexual horizons. Try yeah. out that new fantasy, that, like, role play scene that you saw in a porn. Yeah. And, like, go slow, you know. And, like, also, Lube is your best friend. I have never yes, seen any sexual encounter that has been like downgraded because of lube lube Mm -hmm. will always be there for you like yeah it really mm -hmm. it really does help a lot of scenarios even the ones you don't expect it to help with Mm, right like my favorite lube is like silicone based lube because you can use it to fuck in the shower and i'm just Mm. like hell yeah 
Love oh. a good, love a good shower sex. Yeah, right. Oh my god! Yeah. Like I hope for me in twenty twenty two, I get more sex toys. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love sex toys. This is a whole other conversation we could have one day, but. I do it. Get a collection. It's so worth it. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I want a collection of different vibrators and different, like, wands and shit. It's so much fun. Like, yeah. It's crazy what they make these days, toy-wise. It's it's phenomenal. I love sex tech. I want it all. (laughs) I know, right? Like, if... Like, if y'all are listening to this and you were like, I didn't get the toy I want, buy yourself the toy that you want. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, like yeah. Santa really skimped out this year. Yeah. Or- <laughs> yeah. If Santa didn't get you right, do yourself right. Yes. Ooh, put that on shirt. Put that <laughs> on shirt. Oh, my God. Em, you've been so lovely. And I can't get enough of you. Pretty sure the listeners can't get enough of you. Where can people listen to your show? And where can people find you on the internet? Yeah. So follow me on Instagram at sexistentialistpod. Sexistentialist is on Apple. It's on Spotify. It's on wherever you want to listen to it, really. So uh, give me a search, give me a listen. Who knows what crazy shit I'm talking about this week? Um, and I'll say too, Tim, you're a fucking blast. Ah, so glad you. we connected. Um, and I'm sure we'll make weird shit together again. So, well, hell yeah. And like, what's your uh, Instagram handle where people can at sexistentialistpod. Awesome. Thank you so much, Em, for yeah. joining me in this lovely, lovely New Year episode, kicking off season two. Yeah. I hope you have a wonderful 2022. We're going to keep in touch. We're going to keep each other sexually updated. Yes, we are. I love <laughs> it. I can't wait to hear more from you. Yes, I can't wait to hear more from you, too. And to all the listeners out there, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Sex Ed with Tim. I will see you at the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at Sex Ed with Tim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even better, you can also support the show on Patreon, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes and more. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah.